Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. Welcome, 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 y'all. This is Janae, host of the Girl Regardless podcast. I am excited to have you here with me tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever or wherever you are choosing to spend time with me and the Lord. As always, I consider it an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. Now, listen, y'all, I'm a little hype. I am. I'm I'm not even, listen, not even say a little because... I am hyped. Like today's episode is going to be powerful, powerful. The Lord has a lot to say to us tonight. And I've been feeling this expectation of deliverance. Like those of you who find yourselves here will be delivered and set free. There will be a renewing of your mind. There will be healing and restoration in all areas of your life. And you will be made whole and set free in the mighty name of Jesus. Because listen, I'm telling y'all, As I was preparing for this episode, just meditating and really like, okay, Lord, like I'm not really, I'm trying to have a hands-off approach here. Like I'm really just trying to have you like lead me and guide me when it comes down to this episode. I really felt like the presence of the Holy Spirit, like really, really strong. Like I know we don't go off of feelings and all that. So don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying is I really felt like the Lord was like, I need you to let me be me. And I was like, I bet like, I don't, okay. Okay. Say no more. So before we get into it, I just want to encourage you. This episode is going to be for the person who may be struggling with trusting God And we've all been there as we're navigating change in different areas of uncertainty. So you will leave this episode having a clear understanding of which season you are in, okay, why you may be in this season, and the know-how on how to get through it. Now listen, let's just get right into it. Tonight, we have a special guest with us. And y'all know, like, like I told y'all, the month of April is going to be, now the month almost out, but in the beginning, <laughs> I told y'all that this month, no bias, I know it was my birthday month, but what I'm saying is the Lord had a line up, a line up, an intentional line up. So I have a special guest with us tonight, a powerful woman, woman of God, Miss Ronika Benjamin, founder of Girl, I Got You a ministry that is dedicated to encouraging women to simply allow God to be God. Her ministry's primary focus is to come alongside women as they are sobered up with biblical truth, knowledge, and understanding, which will ultimately lead them towards the path of righteousness and restoration in every area of their lives. She is also the CEO of Ronika Mallory Transformation Studio, which offers a luxury transformative experience. The studio offers coaching, aesthetics, and beauty services. And as always, y'all, I will leave her information in the show notes. So without further ado, 
Hi, Ronika. How are hey, you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for like choosing to spend time with us today. I am so happy and like honored to have you on the show. Thank you for considering me. I'm honored to be here. I appreciate it. Listen, you are welcome. So listen, let's just get right into it. Okay. Okay. Let's get now. Listen, now. I, <laughs> the Lord, when I tell you that the Lord told, the Lord literally was like, hit up Ronika. And yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, okay, Lord. So I didn't know what mm -hmm. to really think, you know what I'm saying? But the Lord had placed, he kind he gives me the topics mm -hmm. um, prior and I don't know what I'm going to do with him. I don't necessarily know if it's just if it's a topic for me to just talk about or with someone else. I don't know. I just, mm -hmm. he just mm -hmm. leaves me. And he was like, this is, this is for her. I said, okay, I'll hit her up. Wow. I'll see what's up. I hear from you for a good minute. And I was like, oh, okay, Lord, I'll know now. I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain. <laughs> I'm like am I hearing something like like maybe maybe I just assume you know what I'm saying but then that's when you hit me up and you pretty mm -hmm. much you know let it be known so just just let, let's talk about that a little bit more where are you right now what is the Lord doing like what is this process like just talk to us yeah just, just talk uh, so just 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 going back to what you just said about you know you hitting me up and at first you didn't hear from me um mm -hmm. and just kind of wondering so first of all had this not been God ordained, I would not be here. Um, oh, I know that you heard from God. I know that you heard from God um, because, like I explained to you just a little bit, I hadn't. I did my first live, um, and you know me. I go live on social media. I like to minister. I like to pour into mm -hmm. God's people. But, like, end of December, God shut me down. And I had not mm -hmm. been speaking or saying anything um, since January. And so wow. that was, that was different for me. Um, but God had some things he wanted to say and speak to me and show me. Um, and I definitely have been in a season of transition. So, um, when you reached out to me prior to that, God had me, um, heavy on just kind of setting boundaries and places I could go, places I couldn't go, um, things I could respond to things I couldn't respond to, but, but one thing that he did let me know is when it was time and when it was okay, I would know it was him. Um, and so when you mm -hmm. reached out to me, I was like, okay, all right. So it was just like you reaching out to me was my confirmation of God saying, okay, you know, it's a, it's a season to shut up and then there's a season to show up. So I feel like this is, this is shifting me into my season to show up. Amen. Amen. So listen, let's, let's segue into that show up season. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that is a good way to kind of like get to where we're talking about right now when it comes to transition right when you say show up to me that's that's sounding like faith mm -hmm. that's sounding like i'm ready to go mm -hmm. forth i'm ready to pursue mm -hmm. i'm ready to pivot but when we're when we are in seasons of transition, fear, that fear of uncertainty 
that fear of like, I don't really know what's going on. I'm kind of afraid of change. Like that takes root and people become stagnant. They become frozen. They become locked in because of that uncertainty and because of the fact it's changed. So what got you to the point of saying like, I'm going to show up? Were you, was it always like that when the Lord kind of hid you? Were you already kind of like, I, like, I already know, like, the Lord's going to bring me back around? Or was it like, man, I, re- I don't even know where I'm at. I'm kind of just blind and just going with the flow. Like, what was that process like for you? Uh, so initially, so just, so first of all, going into this year, uh, I was super excited because I was like, okay, you know, I know what God is saying concerning this year. I've received confirmation after confirmation. And I was just super mm-hmm. excited about what God was about to do and the vision that he had given me um, and the words that he has sent me, prophetic words he has sent me just to let me know that it was him saying, this is what it's going to be this year. So I Amen. went into this year like, okay, let's do it. And then it was almost like my whole life just shifted and I did not even understand like what, like I was thrown into a process that caught me completely off guard um, because I feel like sometimes God will give us a vision and he'll show us certain things, but then we don't even really realize what we really got to go through to get it. Um, and I believe, wow. um, and not, I believe this is what I know. Um, at the beginning of the year, God kept telling me, prepare your basket. I kept hearing the word of the Lord saying, prepare your baskets, prepare your baskets. Um, and I began to ask God, what did that mean? Um, and he began to show mm-hmm. me how a lot of times, you know, we, people say it all the time and it's more so it becomes cliche and people just say it to say it because it sounds catchy to prepare what you pray for. Um, but he was really mm-hmm. saying to prepare your baskets because there was going to be a release. These are the things I'm going to do, not only for you, um, but this is what I'm doing for believers. This is what I'm doing for people who have committed themselves to me, um, that this is what it's going to be. So he said, prepare your baskets. Um, he was saying, because, you know, uh, if you if you don't prepare your baskets when the, when the fruit begins to, begins to come when you really begin to see things produce and sprout up if you don't have anything to carry it with you're gonna waste it. Wow. Um, and so he began to tell me to prepare my basket, but I didn't know exactly what that looked like. And here I am in a process of you telling me, okay, so now I have a ministry um, where I pour into women on social media. Girl, I got you. Um, as you said it before, it's a ministry, but then I also have a nonprofit as well. And so he was like, okay, no, you can't do this anymore. And I'm like, what? But this has become, this is what I do, you know? And then you're saying, I can't, you know, talk on, you know, social media. I can't go live anymore. So I had to shut that down. Then things begin to transition. Um, even in my home, I'm extremely transparent. Um, and I say what God will allow me to say, but I'll say that even in my home and in my personal life, things begin to transition and nothing was familiar there. In ministry, things were, everything was different. Everything was different. And so it was confusing at first, but then God began to show me. Um, and I'm just going back because you asked me the question, you know, what did that process look like and how did I know it was time to show up? Um, so, so I was in this process and God began to transition me. And the first thing I had to do was recognize, number one, that I was in a season of transition or was in a process. And so once I recognized, mm. okay, this is not just the enemy. Uh, this isn't just the enemy trying to mess with me. This isn't just the enemy trying to play with my mind. Initially, it wasn't the enemy trying to play with my mind. This is this is a process. This is something that I have to go through. Um, and so God told me that I was having 
he was putting me on a high rock, that this was a high rock experience because I automatically wanted to label it as a valley experience. I wanted to label label it as a wilderness experience because it was not comfortable to me because it wasn't it wasn't what I was used to. But God said, this isn't a valley experience. He said, this isn't a wilderness experience, but this is a high rock experience. And I felt like it was the wilderness because nobody could see me. It seems like I could scream to the top of my lungs and nobody could hear me. You know, I, I felt like I show up for so many people, God, and I'm always in the forefront. But now that I've taken a step back, how is it that nobody notices I'm gone? Nobody has called a check on me. So I'm like, this is surely the wilderness. Like, this is like, I, I don't understand. But God was saying, no, this is a high rock experience. Because on a high rock, he said, I set you apart. So I placed you here so you can't see, you, people can't see you, but you're still able to see out. You're still be able to, to assess situations and people in different ways. You're able to see people who you thought were close to you. You were, you, you were too close. Like I had to set you apart. So you can really see what your life looks like. Right. And so I was like, okay, God, this is, this is what it is. This is a high rock experience. And so in that high rock experience, God began to quickly um, process me. Um, and he began to transition me and transform me. One thing I realized, Janae, is that a lot of times when we look at transition and we look at transformation, mm -hmm. um, and you, you can slow me down at any point if I, if, if I don't want to lose nobody. Yeah, No, you ain't losing nobody. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of times when we are in transition and we are in transformation, mm -hmm. we automatically look, we expect it to be forward. When you say transform, that means I'm transforming into something else, which is true. I'm transforming into something, but you think yeah. forward, right? Because nobody wants to look back or go backwards, but my trans my transition and my transformation before he could completely transform me, it was some things that he had to take me back to, right? And so my transformation and my transition began to look like I lost my daddy in 2016. Um, and, and I lost my mm -hmm. uncle, turned around and lost him uh, in 2020. My, I was a daddy's girl, my daddy's only child. But what I realized is that I, I never mourned that, right? Um, and then I, I ended up getting married and I threw myself into marriage and being a wife and being a mother, right? And then I began to answer the call. After my daddy left, that's when I answered the call um, of, of, of ministry. Um, shortly after that, I started Girl, I Got You right after my dad died, um, got married, threw myself into ministry, right? Um, pretty much mm -hmm. burying all of the things that I have been dealing with, who I used to be, uh, all of the bad relationships, all of the bad decisions, all of this stuff, right? Because I, I'm just moving forward. I'm finally like, okay, I got my foot in. I got my mind made up a little bit. This is what I'm doing. I'm going into ministry. I understand I lost my daddy, but look, I, I'm moving forward, right? Um, and so I lost mm -hmm. my uncle. So I had to be strong for everybody else. Um, so I had to just kind of pick it up and keep it moving. You know, I got this ministry. I'm pouring into women. Everybody looks and they depend on me. And now I'm realizing that, you know, I, I'm gaining my strength from me pouring into everybody else. So God had to show me, number one, I'd never mourned the loss of my daddy. He began to show me I never mourned the loss of my uncle. Um, and then he began to show me not only did I lose my daddy and I lost my uncle, but he also showed me that I had lost myself. Wow. And so in that, what what I should have been doing from the year of 2016 to 2023, God had to do it between the month of January and March. So 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 because I, I was not 
So, so when we say, I, I, I did a lot the other day, I was talking about trusting the process and not marrying the process. Trusting means I trust it. This is what God is saying. This is, this is what I have to go through to get to. But, but uh, we, we, life is not one big process, but it is a series of processes, right? So what it took me to get through last season, right? This process is different to take me to get to what God is having me to get to in this season. So, so God had to process me quickly because it was certain things I didn't get in 2016, right? Because I was just trying to get through. So I, I became damaged and I took some of that over into a new season. So therefore I had to be processed and I had to mourn the loss of my daddy. For the last four months, I had to mourn yeah. the loss of my uncle. Then I had to look up and realize, okay, yes, I do ministry, but that's not who I am. You know, I, I didn't know who I was because, like I said, I found my strength into pouring other into other people to the point that um, I was neglecting. I was neglecting me. I wasn't even feeling. I became a hard person, if I can just be real. Um, and I don't believe that God would have me to yeah. say this for nothing. I became this hard person mm -hmm. and I didn't realize I was hard because I was showing love. I was showing love, but it was a mm -hmm. shell that I had created not to keep other people out, but to keep to keep me from feeling. So I can just continue to pour into mm -hmm. other people, but not have to deal with my hurt and pain because at the end of the day, everybody else depend on me. Why does it really matter? So, so God began to have to break that shell. And as he began to break that shell, I began to feel again. So, um, I, it got to a point where, yes, God was like, okay, you got to be quiet. And, and I'm still, I'm still answering your question about when was it time for me to show up or when did I know that it was time for me to show up again, <laughs> again. Right, um, right, right. so I knew because I would, you know, everything, um, that God does, he does it well. He's strategic. You know, you, you can see, we can't figure him out, but when we, when it's God, you know, it's God. And so, like I said, when I got in this yes. process, I knew it wasn't the enemy because God was speaking and I could see myself heading in a direction, even though it was uncomfortable. But mm -hmm. so then uh, it, it, it became a point. Are you still with me? I'm still with you. Okay. So then it came to a point in the process um, where um, I knew God was with me, but then I became confused. Um, mm -hmm. I, I began to feel like I was about to repeat cycles. It was no longer, okay, God, you know, I, I trust you. Like what's next? I can see. It was like, I began to feel like I was going in a, in a circle and I began to get frustrated and I began mm -hmm. to be, become depressed. Right. Um, I began to, um, it was a lot. I, I was weighted down. I was depressed. I was heavy. Um, and so at that point, that's when God began to show me like, okay, all right. It's one thing when I tell you to shut up. Right. And it's one yeah. thing when God has you in a place where you're quiet and he's telling you to be still. Right. But at some yeah. point, right. The process has the end. The process has the end. Um, and so once I got to that place and I, and I had it, um, I had it written down, um, what, what the definition of process actually is. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just read this to you. You can stop me. I want to, um, <laughs> Uh, huh. the definition, the definition of process is a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And so I didn't realize when that thing had came to a particular end. I didn't realize when that process had came to a particular end and I was still in a place. So here's the thing. Any place that God has you in, he's going to cover you in. Any place that God sends you, he's going to cover you in that place. So God had me in a process and he covered me in that place. But when God, when the process is ended, when this is no longer where you are supposed to be, you are no longer covered in that place because you're not supposed to be there. Ah, say that again. I said. I <laughs> Go ahead. So any, any, any place or any, any process that God puts you in, any place that God sends you to, any instructions that God has given you and he sends you to it, he calls you to it, he is going to cover you in that place. He's going to mm. cover you in that place, right? But like we said, a process, it, 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 it's in order to achieve a particular end. So when that thing is ended and you are no longer supposed to be there, you are no longer covered in that place. And so, yeah. And so my process had come to a particular end, but I was still in that place, right? I was Mm. still in that place. So therefore I was no longer covered there because God had already moved and shifted. My season had already shifted, but I was still in the process. I was married. I had married the process. I was no longer trusting it, but I had married the process. Right. And so because I was no longer covered in that place, it allowed the enemy a chance to come in. Right. And so now it wasn't God shut me up. It was the enemy had come in to try to put a, put a muzzle on my mouth. It was the wow. enemy had to come in because he knew I was already in a place of mourning. I was already open because I had to deal with certain things and I allowed myself to be vulnerable before God. So now you had the opportunity to come in and creep in and play on my emotions. So now, mm-hmm. so now I'm depressed, right? Because I didn't shift when God shifted. Um, so, so here's the thing. Whenever you, God is doing something, it will make sense even when it don't make sense, right? So, 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 so so how I knew it was time to show up is because God had already shifted. He wasn't, I wasn't covered no more. I realized Mm -hmm. I lost my cover and I I realized that look, God had already moved. This is not, it's not, I'm not going forward anymore, but now I'm repeating cycles. Now I'm in a place Mm -hmm. where I feel like I can't get up. So listen, it's time, it's time to move. It's time to show up. Um, and so um, and God will send confirmations of that. Like I said, when you reached out to me, I was like, okay, God. All right. Because honestly and truly, um, with, with all of that happening, I'm no longer the person that I was four months ago. And so, yeah. right. So I almost felt like I was on stage and I was behind a curtain. People not like, huh? I, I don't even yeah. know. I don't even know if the people are really ready, God, for what you have done in me and, and, and what you've shown me, or I don't even know if I'm ready. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so it's, it's hard sometimes to, to show up when you have to kind of go back and not even go back. Um, sometimes it's not even you transforming into something new, but you transforming into who you were supposed to initially be anyway. Like you trans. Yeah, it's not even something new. It's, this is what you were supposed to be before you allow doubt to come in, before you allow other people's opinions to come in, before you allow bad relationships to come in, right? And we slowly lose ourselves. So that's why I said it's not always going forward. Sometimes you got to go back and pick up and realize, oh, wow, I didn't realize certain things about me that I needed, that I just let go and I became hard and I just let go and I didn't, I just, I just put it to the side. Right. Yeah. And so um, that to answer your question, that's that's how I know. That's how I knew it was time for me to show up again. Let me let you go here. 
Hmm, no, no, no. Listen, listen, Ronika, you had me writing down some notes here. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, okay. I don't even know. You touched on so many things thematically. And what I wanna what I wanna really go to, because the Lord did give me a um a scripture, and we'll probably I'll probably double back to that. Um, but the high rock experience. Mm-hmm. I want to really talk about that because mm-hmm. the moment you said that, I was like, wow, Lord, you were giving her a bird's eye view. Mm. Her an aerial mm-hmm. experience. You were giving her literally, what are those things? Um, Them drones, them drones where people be taking photos and they could see everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, it's like, that's what I saw. When you said high rock experience, I'm like, okay, Lord, like you were giving her mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you have made mention in it, and it, it was such a blessing to hear this, is that we often feel like we got to be in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. I got to be in the know to know. I got to be, I got to be in the space to receive. Mm-hmm. I got to be where everybody else has mm-hmm. to really hear. But the Lord is like, uh-uh, that's actually a distraction. Mm-hmm. That's actually leading you away from me. You got too many people in your ear. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to really show you objectively mm-hmm. what's really going on because you can't see. Mm-hmm. Like, I need, to, I need to show you what's really good mm-hmm. so that you can be able to see what's real and not be in a delusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not be deceived. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like you saying that it really made me think of like, wow, Lord, like your grace and your mercy, because it it just it just to know like that. How can I put this? That bird's eye view was literally truth. I don't know if that if, if I'm making sense when I say that. Oh, you're making plenty but of sense. The Lord had to take you away, pull you away. So that you can really see what's good. Because when you're in it, you're not really seeing yet. Your peripheral is off. You too close. Like, I need you to fall back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I need you to see a whole, the whole 360. Mm-hmm. I need you to see everything that you not see. I need you to see that thing in, in the cut that's causing this thing to happen. And I need to see that thing in the cut mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. It's like, now you can connect the dot. Because mm-hmm. God is the God of truth. And he not trying to have no real conversation with you mm-hmm. when you have knowledgeable you don't really know what you're talking mm-hmm. about so now i gotta break i gotta lift the veil mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i really really love that um that you said that because it's that objectivity that really and i think too i can't even say this you talked about identity mm-hmm. and and how you felt like well you didn't say identity but you said you know you lost yourself and really how i took that was God realigning her, and you made mention of this back to your identity, because mm-hmm. we know that our identity is in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Like we know that. Mm-hmm. But the world, like yo, they know me as Janae, they know mm-hmm. me as Ronnie. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But the Lord is like, yes, that is you, but you didn't picked up some things that you need to go back in and 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 fix, because mm-hmm. we can't move forward and you not deal with the things mm-hmm. that have kept stagnated to begin with mm-hmm. we 
we see God's provision in those moments where we feel like, oh, well, yeah, I've been through some things and God's grace. No, God's mercy and maybe in that season, you wasn't really prepared for the surgery that the Lord had to do. But now we got to go back around hmm. so that we can get that fixed. Mm-mm-mm. I got I to gotta get you healed. I got to get you whole. I got to get you restored. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. I, listen, I don't even know where to go right now because you said so much just now. And I was just hearing God speaking. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I was no, just- no, you good. You good. I just feel God. But what I'm saying is, okay, so you 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 were talking about identity um, and losing my identity, um, but I, I I heard God say something just now. Um, okay. So in losing my identity, I was I was I lost the identity of who I had become, right? Mm-hmm. I, I lost the identity, and not saying that I was a bad person, I was still doing God's will. I was still, but at the same time, I had also picked up other things from people or who of who people needed me to be versus who God needed me to be. Okay, not yeah. not only that, not only that, but I just told you prior to me becoming this person, I was running from who I used to be. I, I was mm-hmm. I was running from like I went straight forward in the ministry like running all right I'll do it I'll do this I'll do that I'll do that because I just was so happy to be freed from who I was right and and certain yeah. things convicted but I, I I was hearing God say that com, com, conviction without deliverance is disaster like uh, your convictions without you being fully delivered is setting you up for a disaster. Can I just be real for a quick second, for a real quick second? Cause a woman need to hear this right here. And I have no problem with saying it. My conviction caused me to, to get married. Can I, can I be real Janae just for a second? Be real. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My, my, my convictions caused me to want to get married. My convictions caused me to say, Mm-mm, I can't do this no more. Like if you living with me, then this, this is what we going to have to do. You understand? Yeah. It, it, it was my yeah. convictions. It was that, yeah, I, I want to do things the right way, but I still did not have true deliverance. So, Ooh. so, so because I still went into that marriage convicted, right? Wanting to do right, but still not, still not dealing with the root of some things inside of me, right? There was no true deliverance. It became a disaster. Uh. Um, mm. and so here, here you go again, you, you trying to run from who you were, right. But it's certain part of who I, who I was that I still needed. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to run, but I'm just dropping off. Not even really not trusting the process, not marrying the process, just running, just running, mm. trying to get away. And so I've, I've, I've lost some of who I used to be. So I got to find some of that. I lost, you know, I, I'm, I'm lost in this. So God just had to really, uh, really, really deal with me right um but i felt the need to say that because i felt somebody somebody need to hear that you know y- yes be convicted you know not condemned but but convicted right because the holy spirit he, he's a, he's a convictor and and so we will be convicted it will make us want to do right but listen this is what i experienced during this process i i always have known god Janae, but when i tell you what i know is literally like I, I used to hear the old people say it and stuff like that but listen hear me when i say i know that god God will be whoever you need him to be. I, I experienced different 
versions of him. I, I experienced my, I, I, I experienced Jesus, my brother. I needed a brother. I needed somebody to really understand me that I could be real with in this season. I, I experienced him as a brother. I experienced him as a friend. I experienced him as a father. Whatever I needed during that time of my life where nobody see, see me, nobody could hear me, nobody could feel me. I couldn't talk to nobody. He was everything that I needed him to be. And so sometimes we get caught up just in religion we get caught up in just what 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 we heard or what we instead of really really getting to know God because when we really get to know God you like oh he's uh, he's not like that yes it can be yeah yeah I don't want to experience the wrath of God but he's a gentle God he understands us he's created us right and so he will be everything he understands us in a way that nobody else could ever understand um, and, and so I, I experienced him in that, um, and in that he, he showed me that like, okay, yes, you, you may be convicted by certain things, but in convicting, you know, you still got to really get to know, I showed you that to know what you got to deal with. Now let me work yeah. on it. Now let me work yeah. on it just because I'm showing you, all right, yes, I'm convicting you. You, you don't need to, you don't need to live like this. That don't mean go get married tomorrow. Yeah, that, that that don't mean go get married tomorrow. That's okay. This is what it is. I'm making you feel this way to get your attention, so that I can show you what we need to work on. What? Listen, follow me, right? Don't follow yeah. people. Don't follow people, but follow me, right? Yes. Listen. All right. I'm convicting you. You you need to uh um you need to you need to change your habits. You need to change certain things, right? Certain things is not gonna happen overnight. Not using an ex- that as an excuse. But the truth is, right. certain things are just not going to happen overnight. You got to allow there to be a process and God to work. Them. So there's a conviction and there's a process, right? And mm-hmm. in that process, sometimes there are some things that we have to really deal with and be honest with ourselves, number one, and allow God right. to fully work on us and deliver us because your convictions without true deliverance is going to cause you to end up in a disaster. And either way, you can run, but you're going to have to go back. Mm. You know what? You know what? Let's stay let's stay in that vein. You know, as you were talking, the the thing that kind of came up to me was the importance of of knowledge. The importance mm-hmm. of knowing why you're doing a thing, mm-hmm. right? Because religion and legalism mm-hmm. when let's stay in the vein of the marriage, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I know I can't be out here fornicating mm-hmm. or da, 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 premarital sex. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I have this conviction. The Lord is really, you know, because the word of God is the truth. And if I'm a child of God, if I'm a, mm-hmm. you know, then I abide by his That's standards, it. his more. That's it. You no. Know? At the same time. At the same time. If because of that, you know, let's just say that legalism mm-hmm. or that conviction and not really knowing the why. Why is fornication wrong, mm-hmm. right? Why does the Lord tell me not to, um, be in premarital sex the the why if you don't understand the why mm-hmm. and you're just doing check the boxes off you will end up repeating that cycle again because you didn't know why you were doing it in the first place mm-hmm. you didn't know the real reason for covenant mm-hmm. you didn't understand the real reason for for what your role is as a wife and what the expectation is for your mm-hmm. husband mm-hmm. You, didn't, you, you didn't you don't understand the why That's you don't it. understand the big yep yep importance of knowing the why we're doing a thing because once you say if 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 the word of god is a mirror right and i'm called to examine myself then the thing that i have to do and i talk to the community about this all the time 
when the Lord reveals you to you, do not harden your mm-hmm. heart. The Lord is showing you you through the word of God as that mirror. Mm-hmm. It is up to me to now be real with myself. That's right. Allow that conviction to refine me. That's what I heard the Holy Spirit say as you were talking. Ooh. That conviction is a refining. So if I'm not allowing the word of God to be a mirror and to convict me, then now I'm just living in denial. I'm living in delusion. Mm. I'm I'm to be deceived. Mm. Because how can I really allow the Lord to refine mm-hmm. and to heal and to restore mm-hmm. if to not live in reality? That's it. Running. Mm-hmm. And now you're going around in circles and you're trying to find shortcuts and you're trying to circumvent the process. But the Lord is like, if you really want to get to where I need you to get to, then there is a level of 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 refining that I have to do with you. You can't go anywhere half stepping. I can't have you in certain places and you dragging in all this bagging. Mm-hmm. I can't have you pouring into people and you got your own issues going on. And now I'm battling with now, now, now I got this person coming Come to me on. talk about they feeling some type of way after they didn't talk to you. Yeah. Cause you ain't really, you, you ain't, Come you on. ain't do what I asked you to do. And now they struggling with what you was just struggling with. <clears throat> that's, that's, I'm, I'm just, the Lord It's it's so on time because the Lord I'm in a, and I, and I also believe this for you as well. Um, uh, being in a season of restoration. Yes. That is what we're currently, the series of season three has been for us right now um, is, is, is restoration and what that's looking like and what the Lord requires for us to attain the restoration. And the underlying theme of that is surrender. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we're going to have to surrender. And I'm in that space myself that the Lord is stripping me of things, stripping me of false ideals, stripping me of things that I've, 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 I've thought was, was my identity. And the Lord is like, no, Janae, like, that's not you. Like I have that. That's because of what you've gone through. That's trauma. That's a result. That's not you. You've took on that, mm. but that's not Hey, that's not, that's, that's not you. Mm-hmm. So now I have to go into your heart, take all that stuff out. You got to see yourself. I don't want you to run mm-hmm. though. But now that you see yourself, now I'm not going to leave you for dead. I'm now going to now pour into you the things that you were supposed to have from the beginning. So I don't want to be rambling on, Mm-mm. but I good. just wanted to say that because, um, yeah, as you were talking, I was just like, the Lord was just dropping some um some nuggets. Um hmm. I wrote down some more notes. But on that on that tip, there was a scripture that I thought of as you were talking. Um and I want to hmm, I'm going to read it from the NIV version. It's Ezekiel 36 um verse 26. I will give you a new heart mm. and put a new spirit in you. Mm. I will move from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I want to read that again. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. The reason why this 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 um verse dropped in my spirit as you were talking earlier about um 
how can I put this? You were pretty much saying that you were in, you realized that you were losing yourself when, yeah, you were being able to pour out into other people, but you, but there was still like a neglecting of you. And within that neglecting of you, you realize that there are some things in me that I got to get rid of. Or like the Lord was revealing some things to you mm -hmm. like, hey, I don't really like, I don't really like that. That ain't, that ain't me. You, I don't know where you picked mm -hmm. that up from, but that ain't me. So, uh, you know, and in that process, recognizing like, okay, I didn't pick these things up. My heart has become hardened to some things. Mm -hmm. Lord, I need you to now make this hardened heart, this calloused heart. Maybe it's not callous in all things, but maybe callous in certain areas where the Lord is like, I really need you to be open in this area. Mm -hmm. I need you to be receptive in this area. I don't need you to be closed off and guarded in this area. The reason why you're guarded and closed off is because of fear or because of, of, of things, just whatever it is that you have not dealt with that now I need to um, make fleshly again. So the malleable so that you can pour into the people that I'm going to have come into, you know, come into your life so that you can pour into them effectively mm -hmm. and not leave no extra remnants that don't belong. Um, and so as you were talking that, um, that verse came up in my head and it's, it's crazy because we are, <laughs> we are talking about how to navigate the seasons of transition. But what I think the Lord is trying to do and Lord, I don't mean to be presumptuous. So please forgive me if, if I am, but I think what the Lord is, is getting us to understand within this conversation, if you're not following along <laughs> that there's a preparation process to even go through any season, mm -hmm. but not only is there a preparation process, but what I'm ultimately saying is that there's a place, if you really want to perceive why I'm in this season, hmm. or if you're really wanting to know the know-how to navigate in this season, you got to go back to the root. To the root. Why am I here? Because see, a lot of people and a lot of y'all might be mad at me, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. A lot of us do not want to acknowledge the fact that I may be in this season because of the choices that I made. Hmm. It has nothing to do with the enemy being on my mm -mm. back, but everything that disobedience everything to do with me not being where the lord told me to be mm -hmm. me not being willing in obedience mm -hmm. okay i'm trying to figure out why i'm not eating the good of the lamb the land or why i'm only getting half of the land yeah because you were obedient but you were not willing mm. it's two it's two there's a whole god is not going to not swear to his word Right. So if he said what he said, if you are willing and obedient, then you shall eat the fruit of the good of the land. Then you can't be mad if you ain't get the good of the That's land. Right. You go back to examining yourself. Why wasn't I in position? What was it that may have kept me from attaining? Why does the Lord have me in this season of hiding now? It may not be because mm -hmm. I did something wrong, but maybe because I need to lay down some things. And time is getting short, y'all. We don't got all the time in the world that everybody and their mama have seemingly had. The Lord is doing things expeditiously, mm -hmm. right, Ronika? Mm -hmm. What you had in 2016 going through, the Lord has now taken you through that in three yeah. to four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, whew, Lord Jesus. Um, so, so it was, it was two things, um, I wanted to say concerning something you just said. You were talking about, um, understanding like why, 
basically why you're in in the process, right? Um, and, and it's right. It's it's. It's been so much that God has been speaking till it's almost been hard to put into words because it's been so many parts. And I'm talking about quickly. God has mm. supernaturally increased my emotional intelligence, my wow. IQ. Like, I mean, just supernaturally, God has shifted me quickly. So he He taught me a lot. I, I feel like I just came out of boot camp. But I, mm. but, but, um, and also realizing why I had to go back. I also still, because even in going back, it was still God, even in me missing some steps and even it was still got everything. All things work together. Listen, yes. anything, even if the enemy meant it for bad guys, still turn it around to get the glory and for the good. Because although it was some stuff that I, I, I skipped and I had to I had to go through and I had to go back to just kind of realize, like, this is what I got to deal with. God also showed me. Um, a, a, another reason why I was in the process. So sometimes we're in it because of our disobedience. We're in it because we didn't trust the process or we did not uh, uh, embrace the process and we tried to skip through and run through some things, right? Um, but sometimes we are also in it because of, of our purpose and who God has called us to be. Um, and so yes. God, God, um, God had me reading um, at the beginning of the year. He told me to read Isaiah 61. And I was thinking about it when you were reading Ezekiel. He told me to read Isaiah 61 in its entirety every single morning when I woke up. And at first, um, and it talks about this being the year of the Lord's favor, right? Um, and this is, yeah. and this is the year of the Lord's favor. You will see it. Um, and, and so... Um, in that at first I just got excited, like, okay, God, this, this is the year of the Lord's favor. Um, this is what you are saying that this is what, what it's going to be. You're saying that, you know, everybody who looks at me, they're going to see me blessed. And I'm looking at the blessings in it, but every day that I read it, like the more you meditate on the word, like, and that's for, that's for yeah. somebody who does not know how to read their word. They don't know how to study. They don't know what the start of God give you something. Meditate on that thing. Just meditate on yes. that thing and what God is telling you to read for right now in this season, because he don't be all yes. over the place. What he's saying is what he's saying. And in that, you will get a thousand different things out of it. Right. So, yes. so I, I began to read it at first. It was just about the favor for me. Like, because I told you, I went into this year just thinking like, oh, God got great things in store. And he does. But that's not all he was yes. saying. Right. And so then I began yes. to read again. And when I began to read again, he began to make himself plain because it starts off by saying the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Right. He said he's anointed yes. me to bring good news to the poor. I was in a season of lack. I was in a season where I could not understand like what is happening with my money right now. Right. But God is having me yes. to read that he has he's anointed me to bring good news to the poor. So there's no way, yes. God, that, that 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 I can bring good news to the poor without you delivering me and showing me that you are a provider and that you took me a place of lack to having more than enough. So God, you're showing me, okay, this is the reason why I'm I'm in this process because you're you're per you're you're gonna put me in a position to be able to bring good news to the poor. And then he says and to also to set the captives free. Right. So this is yeah. why I'm experienced because I can't I can't go and be powerful and speak and, and, and set the captives free if I've never experienced being bound, if I've never experienced being in a low place. So sometimes, yes, it's because of our disobedience. It's because of us trying to do things of our, on our own. But then there's another part of it where it's just a part of who God is calling you to be and what your purpose is. So if you're going to be rich. And you're going to be able to tell people how to get out of poverty. You're going to experience. If you're anointed for that, you're going to experience a season of lead. 
if if God is calling you to to go around and, and snatch people out of hell and bring them out of bondage, you're gonna feel shackled down at some point in your life. You're gonna feel stuck and bound in your mind and in your emotions and in your relationships because God is calling you to break curses. He's calling you to 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 break people out of things. Um, and so yeah. so yes, I, that that was just something that stuck out to me when you um when you were saying that. Um, but that also in that scripture that God was saying that, that there has been an exchange, um, there has been an exchange and that he was giving us, uh, he's given us beauty for our ashes. He's given us beauty yeah. for our ashes. He is giving us an oil of joy instead of mourning. And he is giving us the garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair, right? So regardless of what you've got to understand, number one, understand your process, Go ahead and figure out why. Identify your process. Identify the why. Know when it's time when it's time to shift so that you don't become over-processed, right? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and allow because even when, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to be quiet, even when you were talking about the bird's view and you were talking about my sight, it's crazy that you said that because I remember, like, even in these four months, I, didn't, I wasn't even in church. Like I wasn't even like I had to call my pastor and like, this is what God is saying. I don't know why that thing tore me up because I'm a servant. Like I love to serve. Uh, And so the first time I went back to church, I remember saying like my eyes are just, it's, it's, it's almost like I had, uh, like my eyes had built in, but not, I was seeing different. Right. And so, but prior to that, my sight had become damaged because I stayed in the process too long. So I I went from God doing this and he had given me a bird's eye view to when you over, when you're over process, things become damaged. If you put a perm in your hair and you leave it in there for too long, it's going to become damaged. It's going to go from what, from beauty, right? To, to, to being... (laughs) But to being over-processed. So, you know, I, I my, my sight was damaged because now I ain't even seeing what God said. All I'm seeing is confusion and all I'm seeing is frustration and I'm seeing like I ain't even seeing what God said anymore, right? My emotions became right. damaged. All of these things because I became over-processed. So identify your process, right? While, you're, while God is transitioning you, right? Because we'll say transition, but we're not really, what what is it? Like, you got to be able to speak to what, what am I transitioning into? Because transition just is not just, oh, I'm, I'm about to become a business owner. Transition is not yeah. just about, oh, I'm about to be a millionaire. Oh, I'm about to be a wife. Like, what is the process in that? Your your transition is your process. Not Let's, let's, okay, okay, Ronika, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. We got to stay here. We have to stay here. Okay, boom. Recognizing the transition, right? Recognizing the process. Mm, mm, so good. I want to stay here because you're mentioning all of these things. Oh, I have a pro- I, I, I want to transition into becoming a generational curse breaker. Mm-hmm. I want to be the first in my family to be a millionaire. I want to be the first one in my family to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, all of things but then we have these aspirations whether it's of god or not or whatever Uh the situation may be but we have these aspirations and we have these things that we're believing god for but we don't take the process into consideration Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. god has been telling me nay you cannot circumvent the process (laughs) there is no shortcuts here Mm -hmm. if you want to have this it requires this 
if you want to be here, ultimately, hmm. there's some things you got to go through. There's mm-hmm. some things you got to know. There's some places, just like when you're traveling, right? If I want to go to New York, I want to go to Times mm-hmm. Square. There's going to be some holes. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some crazy bridges. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some crazy traffic, some crazy people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that does not Hit mean. Hit me on the crazy people. Heavy on the crazy New York. So I listen. But what the Lord was trying to get me to understand is a lot of times we want to circumvent the process because we don't really want to deal with the 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 stuff that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too much. We're not really ready for all of that. Or that's gonna exasperate me, or that's gonna exhaust me, or I don't really have the means, or I don't whatever whatever the case may be. But what you were saying in the beginning was really, 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 really good. And I hope people catch it. At the end of the day, when you are called according to his purpose, there is a necessary provision. God is going to make sure that you have everything that you need because he says, one, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. But two, if you trust God, if you trust anybody, you're going to believe what they say. and You're going to do what they say. Mm-hmm. If he's saying, oh, is better than sacrifice that you could be getting rid of all this stuff but if you're not trying to o- obey me all of that is just mm-hmm. like I right, thank you mm-hmm. I appreciate it but like you still you don't even trust me because you're not even doing what I asked mm-hmm. you to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like and that's why I want you to stay in this vein because a lot of us want these these things or we have these aspirations to be in this particular place spiritually, you know, financially, socially, all of that. But then we're trying to circumvent the process. We don't want to recognize like, okay, there's a there's a place that I have to be spiritually. But then there's also some things that I have to be obedient to that I may have not been obedient to. Or I may not have the propensity to be obedient to because of my own nature. Mm-hmm. So like just coming to terms with those things, like if you really want to be in a place and you really feel like God is leading you to a place, then you got to one, marry the fact that, okay, it's going to be a process and I got to be okay with that process. And I can't be going into it thinking I'm a finesse That's guy right. and telling him I'm going to do the process. Yeah. Like it don't work. Yeah. Like Yeah. And, and, and understanding, I do believe that God, I, I, I know, do believe, I know that God, he will, he will give us the desires of our hearts. Um, Mm-hmm. if it's in his will um, for us um, yeah. and certain things that we something certain things that we won't now now there there is a process now but but if we continue to go after things that god does not desire for us that's a whole different process that we're talking about that is you go, that now that's a rat race so um you you mm-hmm. gotta first of all be okay with asking god your will be done show me your will what is your vision for my life not not what i want but what but what you want for mm-hmm. me right um, and so, um, I believe that that's where, um, that's where we mess up sometimes is just, just trying to do our own thing and what we want. Because one thing I do know, um, that anything that God gives us, uh, if, if there's a burden and he, if he gives you a burden for it, he gives you a grace for it. Anything that, if, if there's something that's weighing on you to do, uh, uh, any, anything that God gives you a burden for, he will give you a grace to do it. There's a difference between having a burden and having an interest. That's different. 
You know, I, 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 don't, I, have, I have a burden for single mothers. I have a burden for women, women hurting. I have a burden for seeing people uh, um, just out here feeling unloved. And know that, that's a burden of mine. But God has also given me a grace for people and know how to love them and how to talk to them and how to treat them. You know what I'm saying? And you see a lot of people. And I think that's why sometimes... Um, when you are doing the work of the Lord, like if, like everybody, you just got to learn to stay in your lane. <laughs> you got to stay in your yeah. lane. That's why so, so many people end up being hurt um, in, in, in kingdom because people have an interest, but they don't have a grace because that's not, you, you, that's your interest. You, you interested in what's going on over, over here, but God is calling you over here to do it. That's not what the burden is. So, so, so make sure that that's what God is calling you to do, because if not, then you could definitely make a mess over it and a mess over the people who are attached on the other side. Of oh my gosh, Lord Jesus. Why do you think that people are so, how can I put this? Why, why is it so hard for people to stay in a lane? I guess that's what I'm uh, why? Like, um, Well, <laughs> it's hard for people to stay in their lane because number one, uh, deliverance is needed. Um, number one, for real. Um <laughs> Because deliverance means, you know, I got to deal with my stuff. I got to deal with my insecurities so I won't end up being jealous, right? I got to deal with my, in, my, my stuff so I don't end up being envious and I'm crossing over the lanes because I feel like I can just be in. Because sometimes when people, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a character issue. It's insecurities. It's a whole lot of different things that cause people to go after the stuff that you ain't got no, you ain't even got no business over here. Right. Um, and just a lack of knowledge and training or um, just not really seeking God for your process and just reaching out, yeah. grabbing just because you interested and not really seeking God for what what, what it is. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. You know, it reminded me of Romans 8, 6. Mm -hmm. For the carnally minded is death. Mm -hmm. But to spiritually minded is life and peace. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, it's hard for them to stay in their lane. Mm, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, Lord. Okay, all right. It's hard for people to stay in their lane because they don't know who they mm -hmm. are. Right. They're looking to take on an identity that's not theirs mm -hmm. and that's why there are so many people that just i'm i need peace mm -hmm. they may not say this but they kind of like yo i'm stressed out yo i'm constantly going this that this that and a third never feeling fulfilled mm -hmm. doing all the things and still feel like yo there's just something there is this void and the reality is it's because you are doing things in the flesh hmm. and you are not doing things in the spirit mm -hmm. Because if God's saying in me, there's going to be life and peace, mm -hmm. right? So at the end of the day, if you're doing things that I've called you to do, then that means that everything else is going to line up. If you are spiritually That's minded, right. then that means that you are going to have 
peace. You're going to have peace. Mm. But, Lord Jesus. Go ahead. You, Go ahead. You're going to have peace, but also there there are rewards for obeying God. We don't do it for for, for yeah. the benefit of it, but but at the same time, certain sometimes you wonder why things aren't lining up or why hadn't my release come or why had because like you said, you are not really walking in your lane and seeking God. And until then, certain things I, I remember my my first sermon, my initial sermon, um, it was called it was mm-hmm. called uh, paid off commission. Um, mm. and, and just talking about, you know, us being compensated for the work that we do for, for, for following through an assigned task, right? Your, your assigned mm. task, right? And just, just talking about mm-hmm. how, when it's time for your, your performance to be reviewed, how, how sad would it be for you to get there? And you like, all right, I did this and I do, I did that. And God is like, but that ain't, that's not what I told you to do. You know, or are you waiting to be compensated? But I'm not, listen, God, he's going to bless me for showing up for my sister. But, but this right here is your assignment. Can you come over here and try to take over this podcast and think I'm going to be compensated for it when this is what God has given you and told you to do, right? Um, So, so he rewards us according to us working our assigned task, what so that's still just so if, if I'm working your assignment but God told me to be over here or I'm not even I'm, I'm still being disobedient yep 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 they, <laughs> you think you doing something because you doing something and you ain't doing that <laughs> you, you already got your reward right you already got your reward you already you doing what you want to do don't be looking for the Lord for no type of reward because you already mm-hmm. got it one, it's, it's, you know, when I was, one of the things that I wrote down that I believe the Lord um, gave me for this um, episode, um, he said, war against the flesh, hmm. war against the flesh. Hmm. And I think that's, he- that's heavy, but it's right on time for this because it's like, okay, well, I see why you said that a lot of times when we are going through seasons of transition and there is a, uh, uh, there's friction with actually yielding. There's a friction to actually, um, Mm. uh, into the surrender and that friction and that, like that, that fear is coming from a war against the flesh because we already know that like, the flesh and the spirit, they going, they going back and forth Total anyway. Time. Like, so when the Lord is putting us through these seasons of transition, we have to be mindful that it is a war against the flesh. And sometimes your flesh will all the time. I feel like your flesh will buck up and it will have you wanting to retreat, having you wanting to go back into your Ooh. shell, having you wanting into the uncomfortable aspects of just going through, right? Just going through the process and not being so succumb to the thoughts of what this process might do to me, how it might make me feel. Because we already know the pruning has to happen. Like the pruning in your heart, it has to happen. Like we know that, we acknowledge that. But then it's like the uncomfortability of the flesh. Like this is making me uncomfortable. This is making me feel exposed. This is making me feel X, Y, Z, I, I, I. And the Lord is like, okay, but that's why you got to die daily because your flesh is not supposed to run Mm -hmm. you. You're not supposed to give it Mm -hmm. place. Like you're not supposed to allow it to be your identity. Mm -hmm. And that's why... Lord has 
had had me write that down war against the flesh when it comes to the season seasons of transition like we got to learn how to die daily, daily. to mm-hmm. our flesh understand what's janae and which which will represent my spirit and then what's siobhan which is my middle name and that's just my flesh <laughs> which one, yeah which one which one am i allowing to run mm-hmm. me today so that's why I'm just so happy that like, cause I didn't know why the Lord had gave me that like little snippet. I was just kind of like, I don't know. And then another thing that he said to me and I wrote it down, he says, you have an advocate and you have an adversary. Mm-hmm. You have to know that God is for you and the enemy is against you. And I know sometimes I know in the beginning, like we talked about, like sometimes it's not the enemy that I, I, but a lot of times I feel like we get into the process, especially those of us who are really being intentional about being in God's perfect mm-hmm. will. And a lot of times we're like, okay, Lord, like I'm committed, like I've surrendered, like I'm doing the process, I'm willing and obedient. But then we forget that like, and it could be a little bit of religion. It could be a little bit of legalism, Lord help us. But we forget that. Like, I think sometimes we think like, okay, I'm doing the process. I'm doing it. The Lord's going to reward me. I'm not going to have to go through. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to have to feel uncomfortable. I'm not going to mm-hmm. have to feel that it's actually hurting. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And the Lord is like, you have to be sober and vigilant at all, all times. times. Because if I want you, if I'm doing this healing, you got to know that you got the adversary out there that's trying to steal mm-hmm. it from you. you already know that if I'm if I'm trying to renew your mind, then you already know that the lies is coming from your adversary. Mm. Telling you that, you know, I'm giving this to you. This is yours. Prepare your baskets, right? Then you got to understand that your adversary is looking to steal those things from you. You have to be mindful of the enemy and his devices. I think Paul said it, something along the lines of like, we are not unaware of the enemy and his devices. The Lord has not allowed us to be unaware of his, of his devices or something along the lines. I'll leave the correct scripture in the show notes. But what I'm saying is the Lord is not going to have you out here like, oh my goodness, where is this coming from? He's already given us the enemy's game plans and how he operates. He's the same. He has no new plans. Like everything he does, just like Ronika was talking about earlier about, yo, am I going around in circles? Am I repeating? Mm. Am I doing it again? Is this, am I coming around the bend again? This looking real Mm -hmm. familiar. That's how the enemy do. He knows your buttons. He knows you. He studied you. So he's going to bring things that he knows that you have the propensity to entertain or or whatever the case may be. But what I'm saying is we got to through these seasons of transition that yes, the Lord is your advocate. Yes. He's going to fight for you. Yes. He's praying on, on our behalf. Yes. He's going to empower and encourage us and, 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 and really put us in a place to receive all that God has for us. But he also wants you to be aware that you do have the adversary and we know that God and the devil do not work together. Okay, we know that they are not on the same team. A lot of y'all be trying to blame. Like, I don't know why I'm on this. A lot of y'all be trying to blame God for stuff that ain't got nothing to do with him. That's not in nothing. his nature. He don't be doing it. No, he don't no. be doing nothing. We got yeah, and and yeah, not to cut you off. Um, but um, you, 
Yeah, you are right. Um, and so you you say you got to be aware of the enemy and his devices and how he come in. And um, but then you said something about healing. Like while you're you you you're in the process of healing, he's coming to snatch that from you. Um, and so and, and when mm-hmm. you're talking about the adversary, that is that is one thing. Like within my season of transition, um, and just going through the process, um, one thing he uh, had me dealing with is is boundaries, right? Um, and, and mm. healthy boundaries, right? But, uh, he told me that, you know, he's told me boundaries and healing go hand in hand. You can't set boundaries without, without healing. Right. Um, because you know, if, if I'm, if I'm trying to set boundaries, um, without being healed, I, you're definitely going to repeat cycles. There's a difference between being setting boundaries and just being mad and just being angry. Right. Because sometimes boundaries look like, anger like nah no I ain't doing that I'm cut you know I'm just cutting people but it's it's not like that because in setting boundaries you shouldn't have to continue to reset because if, if we set boundaries that means we we've experienced certain things and we realize that okay I gotta do this right here to keep this from happening right um but it doesn't mm-hmm. but if you heal you won't have to continue to revisit that place just to be able to set mm. boundaries, but boundaries, you have to be able to set those and heal at the same time. Because if you don't, you already know what direction, you know, who we coming through. You already know who we yeah. going to use. You already know like, okay, this is the process. I got to set this, but that's beating the enemy at his own game. If we talking about the advocate and the adversary now, listen, the adversary yeah. sometimes can look like your husband. It can look like your friend. It can look like your cousin. <laughs> It can look like, so I gotta, I gotta understand how to set those boundaries because my boundaries, right, are, are, are me and God working and I'm healing and I'm setting boundaries and I'm putting myself in a position not to even allow the enemy away to come in. So nope, I can't go over here. That's a boundary. Nope, I can't answer this phone nope. call that, that this is a healthy boundary. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if not, then he, he's going to come in in any way he can through whoever he can. Mm, that's good. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, no, this is helping some people. Oh, like, I already know. Like, I can just I already know. Like, they're going to be hitting my line, like, nay. <laughs> nay, this is this, this good. But you know what, though? It's, it's, a, it's, it's such a blessing, like, because. A lot and like like the Lord, I felt like the Lord was telling me prior to this is that like the light bulb is gonna come off for a lot of people that are gonna oh, be listening. Lord God. There's gonna be like a shift, like a shift in mm-hmm. thinking. It's kind of like they were stuck in this one way of thinking and nobody could sway them from thinking mm-hmm. otherwise, and then catch a nugget on here and it's just gonna dispel mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, Lord, because you set the captive mm. free, like in your mind, taking captivity in your mind. That's how the enemy gets you. That battlefield that's of it. the mind that all of that, that's how he keeps you in that's bondage. It. That's it. That's it. Mm. 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 Juanita. <laughs> <Did you, laughs> hold on. Let me see if I got any. Hold on, because I feel like we, I took some notes down that you said, and I feel like we didn't touch the one. Hmm. 
yeah, we didn't touch on some things, some things that I really, really wanted to like get get your thought process on, but you answered them <laughs> as we were. Okay, yeah. So is there anything on your heart that you feel like we have not touched on that the Lord may be leading you to touch on or you feel like, you know, they didn't got what they got and they just need to eat this? I I definitely feel like they have a plate full. Um, But... (laughs) um. If if anything, um, I would say to you know it's easy it's it's easy for people to say trust God, um, but sometimes people just really don't know what that looks like and how to trust God or what trusting God mm-hmm. looks like. Um, but you said it earlier, surrendering, um, and, and 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 trusting God looks like knowing that being okay with saying like okay, I don't have it together. Something has to happen. Something has to give. Trusting God is like, okay, I know I can't. Like I've tried. Trusting God is taking off the gloves and stop trying to fight and allow God to, he he will literally, he will literally, some things we fight, we don't even really have to be fighting. Um, And and that's one thing that I realized, like I, I had to take off my gloves. I didn't even realize I was, I was in the ring, but I was, I was in the ring by myself you know um because that is not how god tells us that 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 we fight our battles you got to understand that that we wrestle not against flesh and blood for real um you know when we are dealing with spirits we are dealing with and, and and the enemy knows just like we know and we have he's given us a glimpse of what he has for us he understands that he he knows that that you are coming to to, to shake some stuff up. He knows that there's a plan. He knows if he can keep you bound in your mind, he can keep you bound in your emotions. He knows if he can just keep you in that place, you know, that people's lives aren't going to be changed, that you're never going to be able to break, break, break curses in your family. You're never going to be able to do certain things. He, he knows now. He knows. Um, and so, yeah. and, and trusting God is, is trusting, being processed, trust, trusting um, trusting that I, I'm not going to be able to figure out, stop trying to figure God out because you'll never be able to do it. You'll never be able to figure it out. Just And just when you think you have, he already shipped, he's somewhere else, right? And yeah, he, he's somewhere else. You'll never be able to do it. So uh, uh, just understand, get to know, uh, first of all, sit, be okay with sitting with yourself. Be okay with sitting wow. with you, right? And getting to know you. Somebody got to get to know themselves again. All over, not who people who, who who people have called you, who the box that people have put you in, not who you are to other people, yeah. who you are to other people yeah. is for them. Right? Yeah. That's uh, for them. But you got to get to know you and what you need. And what do listen, what do I need from you? Right? We we spend so much time um on pouring in and giving ourselves to other people and molding ourselves to other people that we don't even realize like what do we need? Like if somebody was to come up to you right now, could you answer that question, Janae? What do you need? Mm. What what do you need? What what can I do? What can I do for you? That's that's something that I have just learned to ask the people around me because the thing about it is people show up for you how they want to show up for you, but we got to be able to show up for people the way they need us to show up for them, right? So so you got to be able to tell people what what, what you need, who you are, who who, who am I? What what do I need, right? Not who not who not who you yeah. need me to be. You we need to stand in what we need and who we are, right? 
Um, so sit with yourself so that yes. God can reveal that to you. So that God can reveal, listen, I didn't realize because I came hard, I didn't realize how much I just needed a hug. I, I didn't realize how much yes. I needed to be complimented, right? I didn't know I needed that. I didn't realize that's who I was. I didn't know that I needed certain things, but that's how I was brought up. I had a love. I was, like I said, I was a daddy's girl. I was a boy, the only girl on both sides of my family. Certain things, I lost that. I didn't know that that was a part of who I was, right? Not always looking for right. validation, but God wired me like this. He made me a lover. He, he made me a person who <laughs> likes, you know, that, that's who I am, but I, that I lost that. And so I had to sit with that. Allow God to, to, to speak to you, to show you you, and be okay with just being saying, listen, it's not about you right now. It's not about you right now, but I really got to just take this time to allow God to work on me. So, so that's what I'm saying. Allow God to work on you. Because until you do that, you can't be any good for anybody else. Understand who's around you, because if you understand who's around you, they're going to understand your process and not, they're not going to be offended by it. They're not going to be offended by the fact that I can't show up for you. They're not going to be offended by the fact that, listen, I'm not who I'm normally. I know I'm able to listen most of the time, but right now I can't. They're going to know your character and they're going to they're not going to confuse your character doing your process. Right. So, wow. so, so allow God wow. to do that. Well, I don't know if that was for anybody out there in the audience, but I know that was for me. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, Ronika. Mm -mm -mm. I, I can gladly say that the Lord's will has been mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. like, I can say that with confidence. And I thank you mm -hmm. for your willingness to mm -hmm. be obedient to the of the Holy Spirit and where he's moving you in your mm -hmm. process. And I consider it an honor and a privilege that he gave the green light for you to mm -hmm. be here on the this podcast, like, and to pour into um, the community because listen, what they got tonight <laughs> They've been getting for the last three mm, seasons. Mm, mm, mm. It, anything, it's been it's been going up. The Lord like I ain't playing with y'all. Like I we was we was on some else the last time, but time is short. Like I need y'all to know exactly how to get mm -hmm. it. No excuse. Mm -hmm. Exactly how to do it. How I want it done. And these were marching yeah. orders. These were marching orders. You've been asking him. You've been want Lord. Why I don't understand. I I. I Ain't no excuse. Mm -hmm. This is definitely um, God ordained. So please let the people know how they can connect with you um, on social media, what you got coming up. Let the people uh, know. Okay, so I am on Facebook as Ronika Benjamin, R-O-N-E-K-A. Um, last name Benjamin, B-E-N-J-A-M-I-E. In. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, which I'm trying to do better about, underscore coach, underscore Neek, N-E-E-K, um, as well. I am located in Hartsville, South Carolina, so I am in the process of opening. Um, I'm a licensed esthetician. I am a minister of the gospel. I'm a transformational coach. I'm a transformational speaker. Um, so you can find me on those platforms. Um, and, um, 
So I offer aesthetic services. I do uh, facials, full body waxing, all of those things. And then also offer coaching services. Um, I, I'll coach anyone. Um, most women are drawn to me. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, have a burden for women, um, but I do coach men as well. Um, and so I just assist you in your process, whether you just need to listen to ear because, you know, God, you know, some of us, God, just don't let us have friends like that. We try, but it just be like that sometimes, you know, um, because we can be peculiar, especially if you are a prophetic person. If you are just set apart and God is calling you to do something different in the earth, it can be a lonely walk. And so um, I'm a prophetic transformational coach. Um, so I'm always led by God, um, even in my coaching. Um, so I'll be offering co coaching service and aesthetic services. Um, but I also have suites that are for rent. So if you're definitely in the area, you may be a nail tech, a licensed uh, cosmetologist, you may be a coach. Um, and you're looking for a space. I have spaces open for that as well. Um, definitely God is shifting. Um, I'm, I'm focusing more so on the nonprofit um, part of Girl, I Got You. Um, however, God is shifting some things as it relates to ministry as well. And I'll, I'll, I'll be announcing that soon. Um, and I think, yeah, that is it. So I do take speaking engagements, uh, obviously uh, podcast engagements, I guess now too. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so um, just feel free. Uh, on my website is, um, I think she'll put that in there, but it's RonikaMallory.com. Um, as well. So you can connect with me there. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. Awesome sauce. And yes, like I told you guys before, all of her information will be down in the show notes, how you can reach out to her and all of that. We have a good amount of listeners that are in um, the local South, the PD area. So I'm pretty sure that we can have some people that are local that are interested that may reach out to you also for the transformational services that you offer? Do you do them virtually? Mm -hmm, I do. Mm -hmm. I have, As yeah. So, yeah, I do have an office, like I said, um, Hartsville uh, and 576 West Carolina Avenue. And then I also offer virtual service and group coachings as well. So, you know, if you have, yeah, I do group coachings as well, so... Okay. Awesome sauce. So even if you're not local to the South Carolina or the PD region, you can still utilize her services um, virtually. So again, I'll keep all that in the show notes. And yeah, so Ronika, thank you thank so you. much. I love you. I appreciate you. Again, I'm honored and I consider it a privilege. I didn't know. To me, it sounds like I was your first podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, right? yeah, it is. I, I, I actually I have um, a podcast called Hood Conversations. Um, so hopefully God will allow. Yeah, so uh, it's wholly oily, original, and different. Um, it's just showing you know um, that you can love God and still walk in whatever lane God has called you to, and just different conversations when it as it relates to kingdom. So, but yeah, I, I'm I, you're my first. You, yeah, you're my first podcast that I spoke on. So thank oh, you, Amen. amen into that all right girly but yeah so listen y'all i appreciate y'all thank y'all for joining me and ronika again i'll keep all of her information in the show notes for you i pray that this episode empowered and encouraged you to go forth to go through as you transition into the things of god as god is bringing you back into alignment i pray that you are taking these nuggets of wisdom you're praying about them you're meditating on them and you're going forth so yeah, I love y'all and Lord willing, I will see you next week. Bye.